Greetings, gentle listeners of the Brose Podcast. This is our final week of Brose Classic Shows as we continue to investigate the cause behind the audio malfunction that doomed Session 21. As we informed you last week, we were in search of the real Tim as it was determined that the Tim we allegedly spoke to during Session 21 was actually an inhabitant of the spirit realm, hence our issues recording his audio. Our exhaustive manhunt tracked Tim to a largely uninhabited region of Canada's Yukon Territory, where Tim has decided to live off the grid and assimilate with a herd of caribou currently en route to their calving grounds along the Beaufort Sea. Tim has thus far refused our attempts to bring him home, pledging his allegiance to the herd and insisting that we refer to him by his new name, We expect that Tim will be back with us and reintroduced to human society in time for our Broladay special next week. However, in the meantime, we present to you the most classic of Brose episodes, the 2019 Golden Brobes Awards. Enjoy! The award-winning Brose Podcast proudly presents, in association with Josh Productions and Chiquita Bananas, the 2019 Golden Probes Awards with Rich Sweeten. I wish I lived in a treehouse. <laughs> Sean O'Brien. Buy some flavorless wines for yourself, your favorite lady friend, or your wife. <laughs> and reporting live from the red carpet, podcast president Tom Hansen. Learn how to fucking do math, you fucking ingrate. And now, your MC for the evening, Matt Casnell. Wow, wow, just an honor to be here, guys. Welcome to the first annual Golden Brobes Awards, guys. How are we all doing tonight? We're doing great. <laughs> yeah? Woo! Everybody enjoying themselves? <laughs> everybody, got a, everybody got a drink in hand? Really, uh, you know, uh, you know, buzzing around, uh, shooting the yeah. shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, uh, muffin, I'm ready muffin. for this. Yeah? In excellent. my uh, five-piece suit. Yeah, that's excellent. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I do want to kick it out to uh, to our, our, our red carpet cor- carpet correspondent Tim uh, Tim Hansen for this one. Tim, um, we're going to need you and and your expertise specifically to, to tell everybody about the fashion for the evening. You're out there on the red carpet live. What can you tell us? What the fuck am I looking at here? <laughs> bunch of clowns, you bunch of bitches! Wow. Yeah, because Tim has found the open bar immediately uh, during this tonight's uh, festivities. Uh, this is it, guys. So this is the Golden Bros. We've done it for one year. We've been doing this podcast, and it's absolutely incredible. That's un- unbelievable. Fifty-two yeah. fucking episodes. We express. I, I went back, and as as part of this, of course, we we go back, and you you got to prepare everything for the for the for the ceremony. And of course, you go back and you listen to some of the old episodes, and we expressed surprise at how far we'd gotten. And episode two one, which is our fourth episode, we were like, "Holy crap, we're doing this again, aren't we?" Um, yeah, it's been it's been a wild year, guys. It's been a lot of fun. Oh yeah, it's been an absolute blast, and yeah. hopefully at least another like six months. Yeah, like, hopefully we can continue at least that much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 at most. I mean, I can't really handle more than that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Tim, uh, what are your thoughts going into this, uh, the Golden Brobes Awards of two thousand nineteen? Uh, it's blown my mind that we've come this far. Uh, I love you, bros. Love you too, man. You're, you're, you're my favorite bros of all bros. Yeah. That yeah. ever broed the yeah. broy broness. I, I've run out of bro words. We're going to play you off the stage with the music. Obviously, uh, you haven't had uh, enough time playing bro force to help you with the broiness of this brodom. <laughs> uh, while we're getting into the brotastic uh, brotanics of our, our brotastic wines, um, let's let's discuss real quick, for old time's sake, what we're enjoying 
on this evening of, of the of the awards. So, Rich, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking the classic, mm-hmm. the one, the only Lab. Oh, Lab. That's incredible, man. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. How does it stack up to where you – this is the first uh, rosé you drank with us yes. on the show. How does it stack up in your memory to uh, what you've built it up to be in your mind? It's still good. It's not as good as I remember it to be. It was a little bit fruitier. Mm-hmm. I also had it with ice, so it might have changed. Mm-hmm. It, the, the flavor changes because this is no ice, and yeah. I did not get to chill it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is still good, and okay. I still enjoy it. And it's just super fitting because my parents just got a new little baby lab. He's adorable. Oh, it's cute. Oh. What's the lab's? What's the little baby lab's name? Chase. Nice. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent name. <laughs> it's gonna be weird with my first son's name, Chase. Uh, <laughs> uh, At least it's not gonna be spelled with a Y. Oh, is it? Is it really spelled with a Y? Yeah. So it's Y H A S. No, it's just it's just five Y's that you pronounce it as Chase. Chase. No, no, it's it's C H A Y C E. Oh, oh my god. Or something like that. I don't know. What? My mom's weird. Freaking millennial dogs. Tim Hansen, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I could not find beautiful, uh, spelled I-U-T-I-F-U-L, mm-hmm. uh, to celebrate our anniversary. That's the word. Mm-hmm. I'm drawing a blank on so many fucking words today. It's exciting, man. Listen, the adrenaline rush. It's it's all these memories coming back. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> he wasn't ready. <laughs> uh, but what I picked up was Barefoot Bubbly's Brute, Champagne, uh, Brute Rosé Champagne. Mm-hmm. So I still stayed with show p- Champagne to celebrate. And uh, honestly, whereas the champagnes at the beginning of this and me being a smart ass uh, gave me terrible fucking heartburn, so far this is delicious. Excellent, excellent. So, so it's like your, body awesome. is, your body has been stealing yourself for this moment <laughs> over the last 52 weeks. Well, it's either that or the other champagnes were just garbage. I'm not quite sure. Mm, very possible, very possible. <laughs> I'm, I, I was also not able to, to uh, find a bottle of my original uh, Rosé, Jersey Blush, but I did pick one that I, I recall being quite good when I had it, and that was Matua, the Pinot Noir Rosé. Um, the, the recurring theme throughout uh, our Rosé picking, it seems like, was the Pinot Noir Rosés and the, the Rosés that had the Grenache grapes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I picked out this one. It's a Pinot Noir Rosé from New Zealand. It's a 2016. It's very good. It's about a $15, $16 bottle and uh, quite dry close to being a red exactly what i'm looking for in a rosé and sean what are you drinking this evening i could not it, it would it would be a crime it'd be criminal for me mm-hmm. not to represent josh on this <laughs> our one year episode i thought you were gonna say huevos huevos <laughs> no sean needs to go home Hue- yeah <laughs> to share with your wife <laughs> huevos. huevos was the worst wine i had but <laughs> By far. But, but I have it on good authority that lady friends do love huevos. Lady, lady friends love the huevos. <laughs> um, yeah. And Josh, so if we're being completely honest, Josh does not stack up. It's not as good as it was. Because I think Josh was the first wine that I had mm-hmm. that was decent. Uh-huh. Like It was the first one I'm like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> Sure, yeah. yeah. Like, this is what's supposed to yeah. be like. So I've had, since then, I've had better rosés. But Josh still holds up. Yeah. I would drink it. And I've, I've bought at least... Or have been per- like for me, people purchased at least four bottles, and they've all been like, yeah. <laughs> they've all been. I drank all of them. I've yeah. even drank like Josh White, and Josh White is good too. Yeah, it's like it is a, it is a, it's yeah. a, it's a, Josh is kind of one of those. 
Uh, it's a household name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when the Josh, uh, when Josh Sellers meet, social media coordinator logs on for the first time in like five months <laughs> and finally hears this, maybe they will understand the genuine love that we have for their product and, and agree to sponsor Truly, truly, truly. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, Jets, we have a lot to get to. We have several awards that we have to hand out tonight. Of course, uh, you all have been voting on uh, on our Twitter account at brose underscore podcast um, and on our Facebook page uh, and uh, going to the Twitter account, voting on your favorites from this this year in a number of different categories. Um, as always, you can listen to the podcast. All of our back episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TuneIn. And uh, one of the big awards, the, the big award, really the coup de grace for tonight is, of course, a question of the year. Um, that's submitted uh, by, by typically by you, the listener. So if you have a question that you want to get uh, nominated for next year's uh, Golden Brobes Awards, you can email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Um, but without further ado, gentlemen, I think we need to get to the first, uh, our first award of the night, which is, uh, it was a real barn burner. It was for bit of the year. Uh, we, we came with a lot of uh, strong bits in the year 2018, <laughs> 2019, yeah. um, and it's it's only fair that this one really came really came down to the wire, uh, and definitely had nothing, no influence by me as the tie-breaking vote uh, to figure out who the winner of this one was. So, without further ado, bit of the year. The nominees for bit of the year are. Sean's two dicks. My name is Sean. I got two dogs. I got two hands, and I got. Two dicks. Whoa! 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 Mm. That's the, the, the double dick. <laughs> Sean O'Brien will not be able to join us. I was provided with this statement by his official representation. Unfortunately, I have broken one of my two dicks in a tragic chocolate fountain accident. Mm. And I will be sidelined for the next three weeks. My recently hired management released several statements regarding the state of me and my alleged multiple penises. I was just trying to get our one session Sean Dick <laughs> quota in. When we report the numbers to the potential sponsors, we go, okay, here's the number of listeners we have. Here's the number of times we talk about Sean's dick. Here's our impressions. And also, again, just for clarity, here's how many times we talk about Sean's dick in a given podcast, because it's really important. Tim, reporting live from blank. Across from us on a monitor, reporting live from Saskatchewan, Canada, Mr. Tim Hansen. What's going on, Tim? It's cold up here, eh? Is it really? Yeah, someone threw me in the trunk of a car. I don't know how I got up here. No? Wow. I also don't know what accent I'm doing. Across from me, reporting live from the void, Mr. Tim Hansen. It's dark in here! And reporting to us live from uh, Easter Island? Is that correct, that's, Mr. Tim? Yeah, that's right. What's going on, guys? I'm, how's Easter Island? You know, it's not what I thought. I was hoping for, like, chocolate and eggs everywhere and pretty colors, but all I got are these dumb statues and these big-ass, like, dudes' heads. Reporting live from, like, Argentina or some shit, Tim Hansen. Drink some just, kids, bitch. Just over the bit. Like, I just, I don't know. I've, I've named all the countries I know. That's the end of it. Premise. So you may be wondering what the premise of the show is. The premise of the show is very simple. We're four bros who drink rosé and talk about the world's topics. The premise of the show, as always, the premise. 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 And... No one listens to anyone. I forgot what you said already. <laughs> Honestly, I don't listen to Matt. <laughs> this is fine. I'm just being an asshole now because I don't remember what you're doing. <laughs> that was, that Nobody was... loves me. You might have said it as you were introing right now, and I don't even know. I, I have three witnesses to uh, attest to that fact, except for Sean, who isn't listening to me. I, I'm sorry, what happened? I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, listen, why, why would we listen to any of the spots in this show? 
really a close race. <laughs> oh uh, my god. Yeah. Some solid contenders. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, listen, again, a really tight race um and, and we could have gone on. I mean, Sean, you're such a champ <laughs> about you and your two dicks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's 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 been going on. Listen, you, you kind of brought it on yourself being I, the first thing you it, said on It's the not, yeah, it's not a I kind of. I definitely brought it upon myself <laughs> because I led with that. But also, we could have stopped, like, at any point within the, the following 52 episodes said, okay, you know what, given Sean a mulligan on this one, but no, we're all six years old. <laughs> So we've just decided to run with it. But uh, but again, we, we let the votes uh, bear out. We, we let the listeners speak. And uh, our winner this year for a bit of the year is, of course, Sean's two dicks. Um, I brought both my dicks to, uh, to receive this award. <laughs> both of them? And they both really appreciate it. They're cute. Oh, I like their bow ties. <laughs> yeah. The scar on the custom. one from when you broke it. Man, oh, that's yeah. gnarly. I don't know if that'll ever heal. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, congratulations, Sean. You've really outdone yourself this time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can put your pants back on there. <laughs> I, I will not, though. <laughs> no, of course. Why would you? No. It gets uh, hot in here. Yeah. No. So, as as I alluded to before, our, 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 our key, the seminal award that we're handing out tonight is Question of the Year. And, and the reason it's so, so near and dear to us is for a few reasons. One... Um, the questions are the reason we have this show. The point, the, <clears throat> the premise of the ding. show, ding, ding. Uh, bell's over there. The bell's getting a night off. Uh, <laughs> bell's running bar. Um, but the premise of the show, of course, is that we are four bros. We sit around, we drink rosé, and we answer questions from you, the audience, about life, the universe, and everything. And so you make up the, the you, you provide the content for the show. And so it's only fair that we, we award you in kind. So we have four great nominees, and I'd like to uh, to discuss and, and, and show a brief, brief clip, uh, if you will, if I can get uh, Jim on, on a monitor five to show our, our first question of the year nominee. Jim. Oh, hold on, Jim. Yep, Jim's there. Hold on, let me... Uh, okay, he's good, he's good. One second, guys. Our first nominee for Question of the Year is... The Governor Superpower Question, also known as the Gorilla Mail Question. So this question is actually submitted anonymously. No one... It is written... So it's not by an SO, but Oh, yeah, not... Mary Mary told me someone used, um, like, Gorilla Mail or something. So it's, like, through... What? It's through an what? anonymous... Server. Is it Gorilla Mail similar to MailChimp? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just a survey question. <laughs> Alright, so this is like a three-part question, it seems. Uh, one, be a governor of Pennsylvania with the powers of flight and super strength. Two, be governor of Wyoming with laser vision and super speed. Or three, and this is long. <laughs> what? I'm, my mind is honestly blown right now. I'm like, I feel I've like I'm seeing into infinity. What's three. going on? Be governor of Rhode Island with the powers of super speed and water, the ability to breathe underwater, and the power to talk to fish. And you have to stay governor of the state and do all the duties that accompany the position, or you lose your powers. So, would you rather be Pennsylvania with flight and strength, Wyoming with laser vision and super speed, or be Aquaman minus talking to uh, uh, aquatic animals? Wait, can he control? For, for, first of all, real quick, Rich, if you want to ask a question on the podcast, <laughs> you just tell us you want to discuss. Honestly, something. Mary was like, "Did you submit questions? Like, <laughs> what is going on?" And I was like, "No, no, I this I promise you, this is not me." Kato, like, I, I've definitely sent questions to the mailbox. Just gone, listen, it's them. if we've run out of questions this week, 
you can use these, <laughs> but I've never used the gorilla. It, it is. I don't know. It's some. It was some like encrypted. Like this came anonymously through this thing, and it was like away. it was like just numbers. Like the the email address was just like a random ghost email address, like or a burner email address, basically. But why this question? I don't know. But I'm gonna answer. <laughs> like when it. you said it, like I was gonna be like, oh shit, do I have like something in my past that I'm like, <laughs> somebody's gonna bring up? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think we got to play this as the only way to go is just. Think about it and answer it, answer it straight. So That's I would it, be yeah. the governor of Wyoming with laser vision and super speed because it seems like it would be, be easy great. to keep the governorship of Wyoming and also like super speed is my is my goal. Like I think that's one of the yes. best superpowers. Yeah, super speed is an awesome superpower. Yeah, are we ta- but we talking about like the flash super speed where I can also go intangible and stuff? Yeah, yeah I mean super speed encompasses all of flash. I okay. Would assume. Yeah, then I would definitely want to uh, be super speed. That's my. That's all my, right. So that's Rhode Island favorite. had what powers? Speed and it's water. It's Aquaman. Basically. Ro- Rhode Island oh, okay. is Aquaman minus. Oh no, and the power to talk to. Us. So, Rhode Island is Aquaman. Okay. Wait, um, can he control water? Uh, I, I no. assume so. But his, but his, uh, his, uh, his staff son, can, right? He can, no, uh, Aquaman cannot control water. Aqualad can, which is his son. Okay. Because so you're Aqualad, not Aquaman. Well, his, wife, yeah. okay. his wife had the ability to control water. You're Aqualad. Uh, but no, is Aqualad, uh... There are three choices or four? The ability to breathe under water, so power to is, talk to fish. Wyoming, PA, and so it's Flight and super strength, so it's basically Superman for Pennsylvania. Laser vision and super speed, it's a combination of the Flash and Cyclops. For Wyoming and to be Aquaman in Rhode Island. I, I am 100% going with Sean's choice of, of Wyoming, uh, especially uh, because with the super, like, I, I I don't think you get, like, Wyoming strikes me as the kind of state where once you get reelected, people are just like, yeah. Yeah, he's fine. Casnell's <laughs> doing an all right and you job. Can, and it's so flat, you can just run everywhere. Exactly. There's a ton of free space. Yeah. So you can shoot down some mountains. <laughs> you know. yeah, hey, we're building another tunnel. Politicians love building bridges and tunnels because yeah. they look awesome. Just bore, bore a yeah. hole through a mountain range with your, eye, with your laser vision. Yeah. Just, yeah. And just and run on infrastructure every single year. Yeah. <laughs> That's your major plan. <laughs> Tunnels Casnell with another <laughs> speedway. Uh, t- Tim, what would your choice be of those three? Wait. Wait. So Pennsylvania, you're basically Superman. Yeah. Uh, without, uh, super strength it's, is flying. It's flight yeah. and I'm super strength. I'm still confused about Rhode Island because I swear you said something about controlling water. No, uh, super speed in water, the ability to breathe underwater, and the power to talk to fish. Oh, are you close to the bay, go. like the ocean? Then fucking no, I'm gonna be Wyoming. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> super strength requires paying attention, and I don't like oh, to yeah, do I def- that. I def- so I'm gonna break would... fucking everything. Yeah, yeah, I definitely would kill somebody by accident. Yeah, yeah. Um, Whoops. I... Then how do you get reelected? For you don't come back from that. <laughs> no, accidentally um, dropping a building on someone. Like, yeah. See, I would. You, uh, as much as honestly, I want these Aquaman powers. Wyoming, you are more likely to get reelected, and I would have to agree <laughs> with all of you guys. Because if I am going in this for the powers, it would be in a state where I can keep the powers. Yeah, I, you're right. I, I think. I think. Yeah. Thank you, anonymous, for this. Yeah. <laughs> and we will all be the governors of Wyoming. We, I'm now honestly. imagining attack ads against Sean after, like, or like if he was the governor of PA, yeah. just like how Harrisburg is just down. Like, it's just like you know, O'Brien crushes another orphanage, and this is like it's just O'Brien, Sean going, "Oops!" and like flinging a boulder. That caused another landslide. Too many fucking tunnels in that. <laughs> Squirrel Hill Tunnel blocked for weeks as O'Brien knocks over another boulder in front of the entrance. Just smushing babies left and right. <laughs> oh, that's the monster. Just, just wanted to give him a kiss. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh no. 
I just want to love you. <laughs> You're George. I just want to love him and squeeze him. Jeez. All right, the governor's superpower question, guys. Uh-oh. Absolutely remarkable. Um, <laughs> the amount of thought that had to go into that and the circumstances just... just It takes a warped mind. Could you repeat to me what each of the qualities were again? Fucking no, I can't. <laughs> it was so good. That was the thing. It was just our, our genuine confusion for about two and a half minutes, and then we were like, oh, yeah, absolutely, I'd be the governor of Wyoming. <laughs> I think we all just picked Wyoming because everyone picked Wyoming. It's like... Yeah, if, if Sean says that's a smart move, then that's the smart move. Okay, so what was? We all followed the leader on that one. Because otherwise, it would require us to remember what our powers were. And it was like, all right, yeah. running in lasers and in a you know Midwestern like flyover state. Sure, why not? So No, I was definitely about to go with Rhode Island because I thought I could control water. And it's like, I'm going to be a waterbender. Well, you could, yeah. Because you could hold the town. You could hold the city hostage. Like, reelect me or. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the other thing I just, thought of while we were re-listening to this. Is uh like if you if you don't like the governor of another state, it's just like uh oh you, you Kaz made another tunnel. Let me just throw this orphanage in that tunnel from states away. Yeah, it'd be rough if like you both decide to run for president. You're on the debate stage and like they're like ripping your your Medicare package. You're like oh yeah, boom, <laughs> that was Allentown. <laughs> Pittsburgh's next. Fucking god. Oh my god. So all right, well so we'll see how uh, the rest of the nominees. Uh, pan out so we want to move on to our next category and this is uh again this is a huge one because we're nothing if if we're nothing if without the the influence of our audience and our sponsors um the sponsors are, are a huge part of the show they they keep they keep us in the black as they were um so we want to we want to pay tribute to the, the the fine corporations and individuals who have have agreed to give us money over the years to sponsor the show so without further ado best sponsor of the year the nominees for sponsor of the year are Spam text messages. You're sitting at work, drudging away all the paperwork, when suddenly your phone light starts blinking. Who could it be? Is that the person in your dreams messaging you? Are friends calling, asking you to hang out? Let's check it. Unknown number. Lose 50 pounds in 61 days. That's an oddly specific amount of days. Ignore it. You get home from work and decide to start cooking dinner, and you hear a charm of a text message. Maybe you don't have to cook dinner, and you'll have plans. Unknown number. Hello, I figured you may want to see this. You ignore it. It's 3 a.m. and you forgot to silence your phone before going to bed. Loudly, you hear the chime. Frantically, you wake up. Who could it be? Is there an emergency? Who's texting me at 3 a.m.? Another unknown number. Thanks for your loyalty. Check this out. It's your wedding day, but your significant other is late. Very late. You haven't heard from them in over two hours, and the ceremony should have started 45 minutes ago. Feel the buzz of your phone, and you look excitedly, expecting a message from them, and you break down crying. Your best friend, your best friend asks, what's wrong? And you show them your phone. Oh, no number. Who's 55 pounds in 64 days. You hear your best friend mutter. That's an oddly specific amount of days. Spam text, giving you anxiety and false hope at the worst possible moments from the creator of scam-likely phone calls. Chiquita Bananas. We ran an advertisement a couple of weeks ago on this podcast, and the uh, the company that ran this advertisement was apparently not happy with the results of the ad, and they wanted to uh, to clarify a few points. So this episode, this this very very special holiday episode, is brought to us by Chiquita Bananas. It's Chiquita. Val- 
Chiquita. Excuse it's me. Not Chiquita. Thank you. Get the <laughs> right, fuck out of sorry, here. Sorry about that. Chiquita values its sterling reputation in the produce community. Recently, we were informed of a lengthy advertisement that ran on the world-renowned Brose podcast that does not reflect the values or intentions of Chiquita Brand International or our affiliates. We would like to address some of the highly controversial passages and claims made in the aforementioned ad copy to ensure a continued healthy relationship between Chiquita and Brose, and more support, most importantly, between Chiquita and you, the banana-buying consumer. Chiquita bananas are as delicious, sweet, and high in potassium, and are perfect as a midday snack or as part of a balanced breakfast. They are not designed to be used as weapons, whether to disable a vehicle or bludgeon a hapless victim in a late-night sneak attack. In fact, it's very likely that an appropriately light chi- ripe Chiquita banana would be completely ineffective in, in assailing any threat. Unless, of course, that threat is hunger. Chiquita would also like to dispute the advertisement's claims of the existence of a homicidal maniac dressed in a banana costume, using any sort of weapon against his enemies, let alone a bunch of bright, succulent Chiquita bananas. We cannot dispute whether the alleged banana man was using a dull banana, however. Never say never. After conducting an internal investigation, Chiquita has determined that the malicious copy was produced by a rogue public relations representative, frustrated by the fact that her local office has yet to rebuild the designated smoking gazebo out back after removing it three years ago. Rest assured that Chiquita has handled the matter in-house by subjecting her to corrective action at the hands of one of the many Colombian paramilitary terrorist groups we have funded for decades and are still literally doing today to intimidate workers and protect and to protect our vast monopolistic botanical empire. Look it up. We hope this clears up some of the unfortunate misconceptions our previous advertisement may have created. With the truth in hand, please feel free to enjoy a tasty Chiquita banana on this holiday without guilt or reservation. Chiquita bananas. Bubba's Brews and Boobs. Uh, this week's episode, of course, is Brose. is brought to you by uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. Nah, just kidding. It's brought to you by Bubba's Brews and Boobs. That's right. Bubba's Brews and Boobs, located at the intersection of 17th and random name of a tree in Center City, Philadelphia. Fellas, leave the ladies at home and come down with your bros for the game. You know, the game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer. For some reason, golf. There's always something on. Splayed out over our disorienting 5,500 square feet of TVs. Put on your best jumbo-sized jersey and order an ice-cold beer from one of our 120 taps. With selections ranging from Miller Lite all the way to Miller High Life. The champagne of beers. Then, set it down on one of our brand new TV tables. Just a flat screen with a picture facing up. Don't break it. Make sure to get our world-famous wings. You know, the favorites of Jimmy All-World Jenkins, the backup outfielder for the 1985 Phillies. You know, All-World Jenkins, the one with the beard. He hit that homer the one time, in and out of jail. <clears throat> anyway, it's all here at Bubba's. Beer, wings, and our smoking hot waitresses, which are just automaton droids with the body of a supermodel and heads replaced with 55-inch Panasonic flat screens. More TVs! Just make sure you don't order anything but the wings. Our chefs haven't cooked anything outside a deep fryer since 1978. While you wait for your food, play pub trivia on our brand spanking new game tablets. It's like a TV in your hands. Take a swing on the links with our new Golden Tee 2019 game. Or better yet, just watch it on demo mode for three hours as nobody comes close to playing it. Whatever you do, just make sure you're doing it with your buds, preferably the white ones. Ed- editor's note, don't say that last part literally, just try to imply it somehow. Okay. Bubba's is also the proud host of the Mac and the Squid Morning Show on 88.7 The Smut. Come down and see Mac and the Squid at the bar from 5 to 9 every weekday morning like a normal adult. And if you see their buddy Sluggo, make sure to give them the phrase that pays for a chance to win an authentic Mac and the Squid annual clam bake beer koozie from two years ago. Come in out of the cold and heat up at Bubba's, five-time winner of Philly Mag's least insulated bars in the city. Just don't wipe your feet on the welcome mat, because it's just another TV. Bubba's bruise and boobs. Don't fill the emptiness in your soul. Just put a flat brim ball cap on it. And 
rocks. From the Coalition of Rock and Stone Safety. Good day. We here at the Coalition for Rock and Stone Safety would like to ask the <coughs> Evil Rose podcast to retract their previous statement that rocks are not designed to kill people, however they do, stated by President Tom Mbop Hansen. We are a foundation created to teach rock and stone use safety. We know that there are some bad people out there that use rocks for terrible reasons. However, rocks are inanimate objects and cannot purposefully hurt people. We want you to remember the first law of motion and that an inanimate object will not move towards someone without assistance from an outside force. Below is a list of notable people and their interactions with rocks and stones. They gave me a list of like 35 pages. I took the top five. Oh, wow. So I wanted to like have a little game with it and ask you guys if you know who these people are and their interactions with rocks or stones. First person was uh, Paul Donald White II. Paul Donald White II. Yeah. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, I got nothing. All right, um, this says, uh, also known as, as The Big Show, is still living after he fought mm. a rock in the WWE 2000 Royal Rumble. Oh, uh, yes, he I remember in... Big Show's fight with a rock. He was, yeah. no, no was that was the rock. That was no, the no, rock. Was rock. I guess, I guess no. they just, they missed that in the print, but he was defeated in that match, but he didn't sustain any injuries. Ah, good mm. for Big Show. Uh, we'll go to the next one. Maybe that was just an error. The rock wasn't big uh, enough. Glenn Thomas Jacobs. Who did? Glenn Jacobs sounds like a familiar name, but I do not know the his relationship stone? with rocks. Uh, it's... Oh, jeez. It's Kane, also known as Kane, in oh. the WWE, made it to the final match in the 2001 Royal Rumble, where he had to fight a rock and a stone. Oh, what are the odds? He was part of the final two, but the stone got the better of him, took the championship. I, I think they're talking about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, that's weird. Hmm. Mm, I don't know. All right. The next... The next, the caretaker is that another wrestler? Undertaker. Uh, Undertaker. I, I, no, yeah. no, it's it's the caretaker is what this says. Hmm. Huh. Less familiar with the caretaker. Sounds like an old man with a cane. Is this is this a finishing move? The care stone. Sure. Uh, it's let's see what it says here. It's uh was portrayed by a rock in the movie The Longest Year. No, that was Chris Rock. Mm. Oh my god, I don't, I think, I think this place... Yeah, this is brutal. I don't, this uh, PR guy's got some work to do. Yeah, he's, he's got a, uh, you know, here's a good one. Here's okay. a good one. Okay. It just says Wichita. That's a city in Kansas, so maybe that has something to do with That's rocks. That's Wichita. Wichita. You know anything about Wichita? I know Wichita State, the college. Yeah. Kid Rock doesn't happen to be from Wichita, does he? No, he's in Detroit, born and bred. No, no. Uh, oh, good lord. They're talking about Emma Stone's character from Zombieland. Oh, she ended, Stone. It said she ended She ended up defending people from zombies. Did the she reads, kill zombies? The read says... She killed with rocks. Uh, it says, if she uh, kills zombies, <laughs> then rocks kill people because she's Emma Stone. <laughs> the, the read says, uh, was a stone that was used to defend Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, and Abigail Breslin, amusement park filled with zombies. Doesn't matter if it's defense. If well, it's see, yeah, it's, not, it's not doing much to bolster I, their argument. Yeah, I don't uh, well, they have one more. Let's just finish off the I one that finish. I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This name sounds fake, but Aaron Ralston. Do you know who Aaron Ralston is? Obviously not. He's he's probably the bass player for a new metal band. It's uh the writer of a book between a rock and a hard place. I guess. Ooh, Wait, that's a book, I, not I guess, a weird saying. Yeah, it's a I book. guess uh, <laughs> I guess it's another fake guy. Uh, let's see what it says. This can't be real. His book is about how he survived an accident in Utah where he had to amputate his arm with a dull pocket knife after a dislodged boulder pinned him in Blue John Canyon for six days. This is 27 hours. He yeah, was that, he was portrayed by James Franco in 127 hours. James the um, Rock Franco. We we make the argument that since he survived six days, the rock wouldn't have killed him. Hunger would have, and gravity caused a rock to fall. So at the end of the read, they do write, uh, none of these stones or, or rocks actually killed anyone because they don't have a mind of their own. 
Remember, rocks don't kill people. The outside force causing a rock to hit a person kills people. Sponsor of the year. Wow. I mean, again, would not be here without their rousing support and, and their, their financial contri contributions. Uh, financial and otherwise, I would say, to the show. Talking about Bubba's Brews and Boobs, yeah. I was dri I drove by a place the other day. It was uh, uh, Boots and Bonnets. It's right off of 95. Oh, man. I'm like, we're going to have to get in touch with that. Direct competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I haven't heard from Bubba's in a long time. Uh, obviously, this this place might, uh, might have some potential. Uh, but only one. <laughs> Can be the sponsor of the year, uh, gentlemen. And uh, again, after after many votes, a very surprising uh, result, I would say. The winner uh, by by a significant margin, Chiquita Bananas. Chiquita Bananas. Chiquita Bananas. Um, I'm assuming Whee! for repeated mentions on the show, just like by <laughs> sheer volume of references. Truly, really? uh, the bananas bananas went out as sponsor of the year. I I don't know what to say. Neither do I. I'm I'm at a loss. Uh, Tim, your thoughts. <laughs> Uh, you can definitely kill somebody with a banana and a rock. <laughs> this is Tim speaking from a position of like a, a amount of knowledge that I'm a little worried about. <laughs> it's the country strike. I'm not, it's that country strike. Yeah, with, with Tim's upper bicep, with Tim's uh, triceps, he could kill with any with any inanimate object. Pew, pew. Yeah, showing off his guns. Yeah, watch out. Watch where you point those things. Yeah, it's the certitude I think that really kind of upsets me a little. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. There was a, it was a, a very, very brief uh, digression here, but I remember I, I chimed in. My, my, my grandfather was around. Uh, he was telling a story. My, my father is not the most outdoorsy person, and I'm not telling tales out of school with that. He would he would be the first person to tell you. Um, and we were having a conversation with my grandfather at dinner once, and my dad was telling me uh, telling us about this problem he was having. Like there were birds at his house, and he couldn't get the birds nest down. They kept swooping at him, and he couldn't figure out how to get rid of them. And my grandfather, I zoned out of the conversation for a little bit, and I came back in right around the time my grandfather said something along the lines of, <clears throat> you know. And I, the way I grew up, I never had fear of any animal. <laughs> I love this story. All right, Bear Gorillas. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that 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 uh, mm -hmm. that certainty is the way that Tim mentioned that he could absolutely kill somebody with, with a banana or a rock or both or both at the same time. Yeah, I'm not saying this from experience, or at least I will never confirm that I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. Of course, this from why experience. would you? Yeah. All right. Uh, for our next, uh, for ne next, we want to bring up uh, our next question of the year nominee, and uh, our, really our most infamous moment here on the Brose <laughs> Podcast. Uh, the second question of the year nominee. Our second nominee for question of the year is the Muppet back tattoo question. If you had to get a full size back tattoo of a Muppet. <laughs> 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 Which Muppet wow. would you choose? I hope there's a name attached to this because I'm picturing. There isn't, but I'm pretty sure it was Jenna. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm picturing Jenna, or like I, it's probably her. But uh, it's it's probably. I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain it was Jenna. Like I'm just sitting by, like listening to this at work, or like sitting by her, her phone, listening to this, going like, "Where's the Muppet question? <laughs> I made very clear." All right, so full size. What the fuck? full-size Muppet tattoo on your back. Yes. Okay. A full-size back tattoo of a Muppet. <laughs> so, I need you guys to help me with this. I have three options mm -hmm. that I would take. All it right. would either be... You came up with these very quick. It seems to me you've thought of this before. <laughs> uh, I have not thought about this before. I've already got but my I... three. I don't know how to narrow it down <laughs> either. I love I love the Muppets. Okay. Uh, are, these, are these including, like, Sesame Street Muppets? Or just, like, 
I, Muppet Show Muppets. Muppet Show Muppet Babies. No Sesame Street. No. Okay. I just need. That's all yeah. I needed to know. It's not not even Henson Star Wars universe. Yeah. Just, okay. Um. Wait, is Sesame Street made by the same people? Yeah. They're Hensons. Yeah. Yeah. Mind blown. Kermit's Had on no Sesame idea. Street. Yeah, he's been on Sesame Street a few times. Yeah. That. There's well, I'm fucking dumb. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, why you haven't watched? You haven't watched Sesame Street so, lately, have you? So, uh, for real, I wouldn't mind having a tattoo of Kermit on the lock playing Rainbow Connection. Mm-hmm. But for the the question, it's either Animal, Fozzie Bear, or Sweetums. Who is Sweetums? Who's Sweetums? The big, big guy. ogre guy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. He usually eats whatever Muppet he's in a sketch with. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, I think I'd go Animal, but... What is Animal doing in your tattoo? He's on the drums. Okay. That's, drums. Right. That's, that's the correct answer. Why? I just want to make sure that's what he was doing. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with you on that. Or it might be the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody of the four uh, um, band Muppets. Or oh. it would just be a Bohemian Rhapsody oh, okay. of just Have Animal. you heard the Muppets do Bohemian Rhapsody? I probably have in the past. I can't it's, think of it right now. It's really good. And the verse is just, instead of the actual verse, it's just, it's just Animal saying Mama like 95 <laughs> times. <laughs> I'm gonna have to. It's so good. Alright, so you would pick Animal playing the drums? Animal playing the drums or just Sweetums. Maybe Sweetums eating Animal. This way I have them both. Oh. <laughs> uh, I, if I were picking for you, I'd pick Animal, but I, okay. listen, it's, mm-hmm. this is your back. Man. Your like, back. <laughs> this is my back. Yeah. Uh, Tim, who you had? You said you had three picks as well. Yeah. So mine was animal playing drums on a surfboard. <laughs> wow. Thinking like wipeout because okay. they definitely do like a version of that. Yeah. Um, or Gonzo or Fozzie, and I don't know what to pick. I have such, but I'm a, like, I have such a love for Fozzie Bear. Because he reminds me of my dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just like, like the, he, he's just that comfortable character. Like yeah. you can't not yeah. like Fozzie. I love Bear. him. It's like if I don't get Fozzie Bear on my back, I'll get him somewhere else. On your dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I feel like I'm. By the way, towards... according to our contract, on unlimited the... <laughs> quota of Richie's dick. <laughs> I feel like no. I'm leaning towards Gonzo though, because Gonzo's no. like, yeah, everybody laughs at Gonzo, but does anyone really like Gonzo? And that's kind of how I feel about myself. Oh, jeez, so, oh, jeez, no. come on, man. We like you. For I, I'm real. being realistic. Yeah, you're, you're. I mean, listen, you're the Gonzo of our group, but no, no, no. Um, <laughs> if yeah. there's, hold on, if there's any Muppet that you would get tattooed on your dick, it would be Gonzo. <laughs> Not on the my no. dick. Oh, yeah, no. I, do have that, I do have that curvy wing. If it's blue, that's something wrong. This is the end of the show. Half <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> of this is getting taken out. Sean, who would be you... Beaker and his neck's just going to get longer. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. This is the funniest thing Tim's ever said on the show. <laughs> Tim, drop the mic and leave. You're done. I'm out. <laughs> oh my god. Me, 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 me. He's the best. Uh, all right, Sean. And then, which mug would you put on your dick? Dick and Doctor Bunsen as your ball. <laughs> Doctor Bunsen on the left and the right. 
Thank you for listening to all 33 episodes of the Brose Podcast. We are now canceled. We have been uh, canceled by uh, our own decree. (laughs) This is not the episode we're spending to send to potential sponsors. (laughs) This is not the one. Uh, Okay, but my back tattoo would be uh, Statler and Waldorf. Oh, that's a good one. My back, just so anyone who's fucking me from behind <laughs> to see their disappointed face. As he's doing, he's like, oh, "This isn't half bad. No, it's all bad." <laughs> I was gonna say, you need to get like a button, like that oh. says that. <laughs> so, and Matt. <laughs> I can't top any of this. Like, there's no getting past. Uh, I, <laughs> the Swedish I mean, chef. I mean, why not? Like, like <laughs> the Swedish chef never fails to make me laugh. Uh, there's a phenomenal. What? What? what <laughs> there's a phenomenal. Um, this is Sports Center ESPN commercial with Henrik Lundqvist on the on the New New New, New England. Uh, the New York Rangers, who is Swedish, and um, there it's just him in the cafeteria arguing with the Swedish chef because he's like, "You're not actually Swedish," and the Swedish chef. Uh, so that's that's my pick. Swedish chef has always been has been my favorite puppet for a while, um, just because I, I don't know, he's dumb. I love him, and also, I mean, there's no way I can get better than the last three things that we just discussed as potential tattoos. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> holy shit. Uh, all right. Those, those are all the questions, right? That's so, all of it. If right. they wanted to get in touch with you, Matt. Uh, yeah, if they wanted to ask me about my back tattoo. <laughs> uh, you can hit me up at mcasnell. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Rich, what about you? At B my mom understand. listens to this. <laughs> Your mom was mad about us saying the F word too much a couple weeks ago. And we just did three minutes about... <laughs> about dick tattoos. <laughs> and the Muppets. And two balls. <laughs> and someone fucking me from behind. You can reach me at B underscore walnuts on Twitter. Tim, what about you? Me, 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 me. At Tim R. Hansen. And Sean. What is your soon-to-be-made-private Twitter account going to be? At hey, it's SOB. The infamous Muppet back tattoo question, gentlemen. It's just as bad as I remember. Yeah, yeah. just as amazing. It was just the number of times, as we're listening to this, the number of times that, like, one of us would try and, like, bring it back to a state of sanity, <laughs> and then the next person go, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I got a one-up it. We're, we're riding here. this train Shut all up. the way down. <laughs> <laughs> Tim bringing up the beaker thing just still. <laughs> that was the yeah, and it's just Sean drove it home with the Bunsen. Yeah, yeah. It the, just uh, it's a Rolling Stone, just like slowly peters it, on the edge. It and was. Then... <laughs> it was the very last question we answered that whole night, and I think that was in fact the night that we none of us got any sleep. Uh, we were on like coffee and wine exclusively, and uh, it shows. Yeah. It shows. Mm-hmm. And the results of that question. Yeah, that's the question. I if if I ever recommend our podcast to anyone, it, it's it's specifically not that one. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but the last seven and a half minutes of episode eleven three. Oh Jesus. Mm. Uh, moving on though to our our next category, and this is a big one. Um, a lot of viable candidates for our next category. 
Best Impression. The nominees for Impression of the Year are Tim Hansen as Mickey Mouse. Hello, welcome to Brosing. <laughs> oh the podcast for bros. For those. For those. <laughs> Restart. Who drink rosé? No, we're not restarting. We're pushing forward. My name is Matt Casnell, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my bros in rosé. To my right, Mr. Rich Sweeten. Hello. To my left, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hello. <laughs> and I'm... across from us, Mr. Tim Hansen. Don't steal my shtick, you motherfucker. I'll do it if I want. Well, suck a fat one. No. And literally any other impression we've done on the show. So stiff competition, Tim, because it's 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 you against the field. Uh, your your thoughts going into this? Listen, I think I have a great shot. Uh, clearly, it's the only impression that's been requested by the fans. Uh, I mean, I don't know if there's a request. Those it, might be blocked no, requests. It, on it truly it was. was. Specifically it was specifically requested that, that Tim record an entire session with that voice, and I would rather die. <laughs> you buddy as i've said frequently there's no way i'm recording another episode past that point like that's the end of the podcast if we do a show where tim just does 55 minutes of mickey mouse um you did it for like 35 45 seconds at one point and just lost steam at that point i don't how would you keep it up for a whole hour i mean really it's not that difficult i just uh i, uh, I didn't want to piss off my bros and uh yeah I appreciate that kind of good looking out, oh. man. Good consideration of uh, of our feelings and our emotions. Um, so, unfortunately for you, Tim, the field won out. Literally, any other impression uh, took home the victory on this one on the number of votes. So, this is um, bullshit. I revolt. Fuck you. Sorry, man. Does not mean that. It, listen, this does not mean that it can't be nominated next year. Uh, but don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please leave that. I'll off. be back. No longer qualifies. I was honestly expecting uh, to hear a uh, Kanye West, like, I'm happy for you, but <laughs> my impression was the Yeah, why didn't you run up and steal the trophy from the field when they went up to accept their award? Because I'm on the red carpet and they locked me out. Ah, oh, okay. uh, well, uh, yeah. sorry about that. It's yeah, probably the voice. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot that you're you're still technically on on reconnaissance for us, telling us about how things are going on the red carpet. How how is everything out there, by the way? It's dark out here. I hear cameras, but I don't see any flashes. How's that? How is the the fashion looking like? Any uh, are we are we in appropriate brunch attire? Would you say? I think I might be in the wrong place. There's a lot of hookers here in scantily clad clothing. Yeah, are, are you sure you're at the red carpet anymore? <laughs> have you gone off the strip? I might be in the red light district. Uh, I may have I may have fucked this one up, guys. Oh boy, hey, get, get in oh, touch boy. with get in touch with producer John, who's really working double duty, handling our cameras and trying to shepherd you around tonight. <laughs> John's the one who dropped me off. <laughs> Sorry, John. This is the longest we've allowed this to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he gets it. He yeah. lost the award. Yeah. We let him have this. I also feel bad for John, who we hired as an intern like six and a half minutes ago and has already like easily gone off the rails. Wow, he went from intern to producer in six and a half minutes? He's a production intern. Like, okay. Let's not get carried away. John, John's got a big head for himself, so I'm trying to keep him in line. Uh, so our next question of the year nominee, ladies and gentlemen, is, uh, is one that I think... It really taught everybody something um, as far as how to handle their household and how to handle a, a gift acquisition and really what an appropriate ki kitchen looks and, and should be like. So uh, let, to, without further ado, our next nominee 
for question of the Our year. third nominee for question of the year is the whisks question. What is the right number of whisks to own? W H I S K S whisks, the kitchen tool. What is oh, the correct boy. number of whisks to own? I, I think Tim knows where this question originated because yep. I've never had this conversation with Mary. No. I was like, How many whisks do I have? This is not like one of the questions I had with the priest before we got married. It's not like one of those, like, if you haven't talked about the whisks, you can't be ready to settle down. Uh, Tim. What is the correct number of whisks? I mean, to me, like one big one and like one medium to small size one. But this came out from uh, Martha's Bridal Shower where it seemed like, and I definitely exaggerated the number now that we've gone through it all. But I'm like, we got like eight whisks. Why the fuck do we need eight whisks? This is bullshit. Yeah. Uh, we only got three. <laughs> she's, she's holding her hands she's holding up behind up you, Tim. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we only got three and we're keeping two. So you got like 10 whisks. Oh, can I get for... a whisk? Because I don't have one. Yeah. You, you need a whisk, Rich? I, I so had it's one. more than zero. <laughs> I've also got an extra <laughs> hammer. You want a hammer? Yeah. I, I had a whisk, but like it was old. My grandparents won. And then I bought a new one. And I don't know why, but I ended up just throwing it out because I think it like mm-hmm. might have been. That's not. Whisk. Yeah, we have an extra hammer because uh, Jeff Bezos decided to double your brother's order. Oh, nice! And uh, so now we have an extra hammer that I <laughs> nice. definitely don't need. Well, why don't you give me the extra hammer and you can give Rich one of your fourteen whisks? Thirty-five <laughs> sounds whisks. good. One of our thirty-seven whisks. <laughs> yeah, one of thirty-seven whisks. Yeah. I mean, eighty-two whisks is an appropriate number. Yeah. yeah. So I I would say two to three is probably the right amount. Yeah. Like a. At least two is probably good in case, like, you use one and then realize, oh, shit, and, like, you know, you don't want to dirty again or you don't feel like washing yeah. off or something like that. Like, in case, listen, in case the first one fails in its duties mm-hmm. or falls in the, in the line of duty, you want to have, you know, somebody to step in and be the next man up. Yeah. So. Yeah. so and I like having a smaller one because if you're only yeah. doing, like, a small batch, it, it's it's dumb to use a big fucking whisk. Yeah. Right? I think it's three whisks. I big, agree. medium, small. Fair. I would say... I would say four, but it's big, medium, small, and then maybe an extra medium, mm-hmm. just in case. Just in case. Well, yeah, I, it depends on how much you're whisking. It's true. Uh, I it's whisk true. a lot, and I also hate doing dishes, so I'll use the big one, and then the little one, and then the medium one, and then the other medium yeah. one. Yeah. I want tiny whisk that Binging with Babish has, because that thing oh, is the adorable. the tiniest whisk? So you can scrambled one egg. Yes. Single. Like you can harangue like a like That's a what a fork's egg. for. <laughs> so Tim, you need a big, medium, and small whisk, and then if you you want to use your other thirty four sets of whisks uh, of three, uh, then you can use yeah. those as your backups for each of the sizes. I I use them to throw at people as they walk by my apartment. That's yeah. probably not well, a good I mean, way to do yourself. To when your you have several you know, thousand that, whisks, you can just do whatever you want. That's that's when you sure. you throw it at people. You're like you need to mix it up in your life. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Well, there's. Four Four thousand more where that came from. <laughs> Just FYI, Sean, I cite it myself for that question. For that joke. <laughs> Here we go. I'm sorry, you need to mix it up. It's too good. <laughs> you need to mix it up. All right. So, so seventy five hundred whisks. So yeah. what? What? <laughs> so so beyond one million whisks, which seems unreasonable for the average buyer. Yeah. No, it's, I don't it's even know how we fit in the apartment. No. Uh, yeah, your your apartment is a whisk. Yeah. <laughs> it is just so you live in. A I live in a whisk. Now. Mind the whisk. It just doesn't do well in the rain. You just need to get a tank, and the the cannon attachment is just yeah. a whisk. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, what is the what is the, one number, glass, guys. the number of whisks 
and a real <laughs> a real life person should have two to three. Two to three. Two Good. or three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd be happy with two. I would not be upset with somebody who had three. Yeah. Four. I'm sort of starting to I'm, raise my eyebrows. I'm I'm that overachiever. And I'm like I like that one extra. Like uh, when I'm packing, also, I always get like the extra three underwears yeah. just in case. Mm. Like I want that one extra. I think it also depends on what, what what you're cooking. Like if you're cooking all the time or you're baking a lot, then you need more whisks. But sure. I yeah. think a regular person. Two, three whisks. Yeah. You're G to G. If you're Tim, three billion. Yeah, like 18 factorial. <laughs> you need a Google 18 factorial is not enough. No, it's not, it's not no. nearly enough. Too much whisk. It's definitely not three risk. billion. <laughs> 18 factorial to the 18 factorial to the 18 factorial. <laughs> a horrifying nightmare of whisks at Tim's yes. apartment. <laughs> Tim's apartment of infinite whisks. Yeah, the ninth circle of whisks. <laughs> The whisks question, ladies and gentlemen, just like an absolutely. And what that that clip doesn't doesn't capture is that that was the first episode that we did that night. And the following two, we referenced it like a hundred more times. <laughs> and and the, the number somehow kept growing, which yeah. is incredible. So, Tim, how many of your 17 trillion whisks did you actually keep? All of them. <laughs> did, did you make a broom out of whisks and just cut the wire? Uh, no, of of the three we originally got, we got rid of one because it was just poorly designed and just, it, poorly designed. <laughs> what did that what did it have? <laughs> was it missing a handle? Like, what could possibly have been poorly designed about a whisk? It was like as long as a large whisk, but the only actual whisk part was only about like two inches long, and it was like this is just bullshit. I don't need this little baby uh, whisk. <laughs> So we donated that and the second hammer to a uh, a friend that we used to go to karaoke with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he who made it there. Was problem. helping. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you have either the they or someone they were close to lost everything in a house fire. Oh. Like, we will help you. Oh, well, now I feel bad. Yeah, no. <laughs> Don't well, feel bad. It's Matt's uh, fault. Well, you can yeah. use all of your wrists wrist to rebuild their home, and. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It sounds no, no, like no. whiskey business. No, here's the... Oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, next question. It's like, the Seinfeld, no, it's like the Seinfeld episode where they're, like, donating the muffin tops to a homeless shelter, and the homeless shelter revolts. They're like, we don't want these. No, no. <laughs> Why is this all stick? No whisk. It's in bad shape. And they're like, well, still, I wouldn't they, still take this. I have standards. They were donating <laughs> the muffin like bottoms burgers. and keeping Oh, that was right. It was, they were keeping the tops, donating the bottoms, and they, like, threw it back at them. Yeah. Like, donated. We don't want your garbage. Everyone, <laughs> only, everyone only likes the tops. Yeah. <laughs> we know that. Um, so, okay, so Best Whisks, uh, definitely up there as one of our four uh, nominees for Question of the Year. So, our, our next category is Best Guest, and there have been a couple of times this year where, uh, whether we needed to for attendance purposes or uh, just for shits and gigs, we've had uh, Bonus Bros on the show. Bonus Bros. Bonus Bros. <laughs> and so, we, we, we've had a number of them, and, and they've come on a couple of times, and so we, it's only fair to, like, you know, see which one of them put in the best performance, and this is directly relating to the pay that we give them, the stipend that we hand them as part of coming on the show. So the losers actually have to give us money so we can pay the winner. Uh, this is how this works. Mm. Rough deal. I know they didn't agree to it, but, you know, it's fair. No, so. they signed a contract. Oh, yeah, that's right. They did. Or yeah. did you watch like name? Vince is going to pay us. Yeah, it's true. Vince, <laughs> is sti- Vince still owes me for fantasy football like six weeks after I nominated him for that award. Uh, so we're not we're not handing out a trophy for that one, but D- Vince does win the award for bro who still owes me money for fantasy football. Uh, also for the Eliminator Pool, which was a separate thing. He still hasn't paid me for it. Fuck you. Uh, without further ado, uh, the, the, the Golden Brobes for nominees for Best Guest of 2019. 
The nominees for Guest of the Year are Tim Bolger. Oh, man. Oh, no, I definitely don't have 250 photos. Does the Portal soundtrack count as a love tone? <laughs> yeah, mine's the... Uh... I love it. <laughs> I have a picture of Sean dancing. That's a GIF animation. <laughs> Alex Casnell. We cannot have a conversation reclaim with the lack of fucking quinoa and wild. <laughs> this is a valid point. Yeah. Way too far. <laughs> we just got off talking about it as a convenience store. I can't handle store. that. I can't survive. <laughs> Vince. Guido. Guida. Oh, hold on. You guys know this one? Hold on. Oh. Okay, okay. Really? Okay. <clears throat> Vince. Gaida. I can tell you my wife's least favorite shirt, <laughs> which makes it my favorite shirt sure. even more. Um, my Cookie Monster shirt. And underneath Cookie Monster, it says nom nom nom. <laughs> <laughs> and the shirt is longer than a normal t-shirt, just a little bit, so it can fit all the nom 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 on there. <laughs> I love that shirt. <laughs> Becky hates it. Um, Why does she hate the shirt? Because it's childish, and it's 12-year-old me. Every time I put it on, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> run, run. So no good nom, reason, nom, nom, just, nom. you know. She doesn't like you being happy. That's what I took away from <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, well, I am the cookie monster, too. You put a plate mm -hmm. of chocolate chip cookies in front of me, I would eat all of them, even after eating, like, a five-course meal. You'd have to wear it to your rehearsal dinner, though. And that's probably also why she hates it. I didn't wear that to the rehearsal dinner. I know, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> it's, called, it's called a bit, Vince. Let's go. Yeah, let's just, try to keep up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You missed your ground. I'm not good at improv. So. It was it was the Cookie Monster snapback that really. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See, that's what you do. And the stuffed Philly fanatic. Philly fanatic really a silent contributor to this year's show. But but we would not be where we are without. Him. Absolutely no. not. No, every every one of these guests is a piece in the Brose puzzle. Um, but only one of them is really the Jenga piece, the one that the tower would fall down without. Oh, no. Uh, well, that ghost came out of nowhere. But anyway, uh, the, the winner of, uh, of Guest of the Year, in, again, a hotly contested match, uh, it's, uh, it's Alex Casnell. boy. Absolutely. Great work by him. And, um, and again, Alex, he's, he's hard at work at the lab at uh, University of Pennsylvania. Uh, who has not heard about this podcast or surely would have kicked him out of the program. Uh, but he, he was able to, to send in a, a brief acceptance speech, and uh, here we go. Well, bros, it is a great honor and indeed a great surprise to accept this inaugural Golden Brobe for Best Guest. I'd like to thank my sponsors, Chiquita Bananas, who, despite my urgings, will be defiling a cease and desist order against the existence of your program within the coming days. But nonetheless, uh, I'm a longtime fan, uh, a first-time winner of not just this Golden Brobe, but of literally anything since I got second place in the Pinewood Derby. Thanks very much. I love the show, guys. I'll talk to you again soon. A, a gracious, a gracious success. Wow. Really humble. Congratulations, Alex. Congratulations. What a champ. Great work by him. Uh, and uh, and to, all, to all the guests, except for Vince. Uh, so, great, great stuff. Listening to Vince mm -hmm. and not being any good at yes end no <laughs> and then listening to the rest of the guests the, it's just the it, philly fanatic is better at yes end than he is the philly fanatic oh, was yeah, nodding yeah, his yeah. head going like yeah i remember vince doing that <laughs> like, like it's just the, the fact that he heard me say that 
first of all, I think he was telling on himself a little bit there because he was like, I didn't wear that. Like he felt like he had to defend himself from that charge that I made that he was wearing that on the night yeah. of his engagement. Well, notoriously, he has been underdressed for most things that he's gone to. <laughs> also, I, also true. Uh, Tim, I was stunned. Uh, so again, we're, we're, we're working with the shifting sands of time when it comes to the Brose podcast, but we're, uh, Two days removed from your nuptials, which, by the way, congratulations. Uh, but but, but I was stunned that Vince showed up with a tie, frankly. <laughs> he, he was looking rather dapper. I'll definitely give him that. He did look great at the Yeah, time. it was good work by him. Uh, so our next, next on our list is our fourth nominee for question of the year. And as mentioned, Alex Casnell, before being a guest of the show, was a frequent contributor to the show. Um, and... Uh, it's questions like these that really made him ideal guest material. So without further ado, the fourth nominee for Question of the Year. Our final nominee for Question of the Year is Alex Ridicules Matt Over Melted Cheese. It is submitted by Mr. Alex Casnell. Alex Casnell. And it starts off Called with it. Matt Casnell hates melted cheese with meticulously remove, will re- meticulously remove all tomatoes from any dish containing them Loves pizza. Is loves this a question? This <laughs> is <just> calling me <laughs> out. That idiot. Yeah. Very stinky. I have a question. You suck. <laughs> it goes on. Loves chocolate. Is a daily consumer of peanut butter. Won't touch a Reese's cup with a 10-foot pole. This is, where are we going with this? Has a master's degree and a full-time job. Still orders Papa John's. <laughs> First of all, that's that's fake news. <laughs> he orders Domino's. Yeah. Um, this one's not actually a question, but like, what the fuck? It's just calling out Matt. It's just calling out Matt. He's like, wait, what the fuck? We made him a question. This is just this is just putting me to the mat. Wait, is that weird? Idiosyncrasies. No, hold on, hold on. Two can play at this game. So my brother, a sweet boy, a sweet young man. Uh, decided that uh, he was gonna he was gonna make me dinner for my birthday this past this past July I turned 29, and he decided he was going to make me uh, a birthday dinner which was which was great it was really sweet so I went to his apartment he lives in in uh, Western Philadelphia uh, went to his apartment went upstairs he started cooking dinner we started you know had a couple drinks he, he listened to music and uh, I noticed that he's got a big green tote uh, sitting near the counter of his uh, studio apartment. And when I looked in the, the the tote, it was completely 100% full of spinach. Just <laughs> to the brim. <laughs> and there is no problem. I like spinach. But this was like, instead of going to get like the palate of, of BJ's spinach, he had just gone and bought as much spinach as possible. It was spinach or broccoli, one of these two. And I was like, boy, you really like spinach. He's like... Yeah, I like something, I like something. So I don't want to hear a damn word about any of my eating idiosyncrasies. We got totes full of spinach sitting around in a western Philadelphia apartment. Also, fake news, I haven't heard Papa John's in years. (laughs) Racist motherfuckers. Look, we, uh, going to Firefly, there was one stand that everybody looked forward to getting food from. It was a um, barbecue stand. They had curly fries... Covered with pulled pork. Yeah. Drenched in cheese. Mm. This motherfucker gets it without cheese. 
Because he's wrong. Because it's barbecue sauce anyway. Like, you don't even put cheese on everything <laughs> in the planet. Yes, like, you do. And then he turns around and gets mad at me for not liking ranch on my fucking pizza. You're damn right. Because <laughs> you're not an American. Look, this is absolutely insane. Look. The melted cheese thing, I've never been able to get over. I don't know why. I've tried. I, I Literally, I try periodically. Is it just, is it like liquid cheese? It's textural. So, like, pizza, for some reason, I'm fine with. But, like... Like nachos, like nachos are the bane of my existence because it's just dra draped with like the grossest cheap melted cheese on the it. planet. Like it's it's just a texture. It's it's similar to you with the with like hot chocolate, mm -hmm. like warm like warmed up chocolate. It's just yeah. by all accounts, this is something I should enjoy and I don't. <laughs> yes, that's the worst feeling. It's like I should like this. Mm -hmm. These are all things. Everyone I love else likes it. I love cheese. Yeah. I love and then yeah. On that topic, I hate eggs. Yeah, you don't like eggs. Like, anything. Is, is that a texture thing? It's absolutely a texture thing, and it doesn't matter what form. The only t form I can kind of sort of stand it is scrambled, and that's with a shit ton of ketchup. Mm. But, yeah. like, I, I can't stand it, which makes eat. And everyone's like, well, you gotta be such an asshole. I'm like, I'm not being an asshole. My life would be so much easier if I liked eggs. Hmm. Every fucking breakfast combo is eggs, and I have to be like, can I can I sub in something? And they're like, what do you mean? That's what I'll, sub in, right? What what do you mean? That's ultimately what it comes down to is like, I'm not trying to be, and you're not trying to be, just like the pain in the ass, because our lives would be a lot easier if you just if you just liked eggs, or if I just like melted cheese. It would make ordering from McDonald's a million times easier. It would make everything. Wait, well, you don't like so you won't get like when you get a hamburger from McDonald's, you it, don't get cheese on it. If I will ask for no cheese. Okay. If, they, if they give it to me, I'll deal with it. But like, I I prefer not to have it. It's just it's it just not necessary. It doesn't add anything for me on on a burger like that. Okay, it is. I mean, that's a little different. I think because mm. McDonald's cheese is a little bit like paste. Yeah, and it has yeah. like a craft single yellow. It's the cheap stuff. Cheese. It's it's just the cheap singlesy kind of thing. So like that stuff you brought to my wine and cheese party. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, so, so Killing it. <laughs> Which is, for real, still in my refrigerator and has yet to mold. Dude, that thing's, that thing's gonna outlast all of us. It is like three years old and it's just sitting in my fridge. No one's gonna eat it. So thank God, but it, there is a, there are two craft singles in my refrigerator. They're not craft, they're like American oh, yeah, splendor yeah, or something. They're like, they're like the ShopRite brand craft singles. Calling it cheese is a little bit aggressive. And, and, well, 100% it is because it exists and is not moldy still it, <laughs> to this day. And I, at this point, I'm just keeping it as an experiment. Like, when will they go bad? Will they go bad? Who knows? This has moved houses with you, by the way, because that party was at another house. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It to another house. <laughs> I did. It survived the trip and I threw it in my cheese drawer. I'm an awful friend <laughs> You're trying to throw this this like nice wine and cheese party, and I think like Jenna genuinely gets behind it. Like I like a good deli cheese too, mm -hmm. but I was like, well, everybody's gonna bring you know like you know like you know havlet cheese and like all this really nice stuff. I'm gonna get 89 cents stack <laughs> of like American Splendor like singles cheese, and you know nobody else brought that. I didn't duplicate anybody. <laughs> That's all. So anyway, do we have any more questions that just, <laughs> just well, shit on I me just, for like two minutes? I want to make an addendum to this question because you know you like what you like and that's fine, but I want to call out the has a master's green full time job but orders pop Domino's instead of Papa John's. Yeah, I want to change that to you live in fucking New Jersey, and you still order Domino's. Okay. This was a so two things on that one a big reason. Uh, one of the big reasons uh, that I continue to order from Domino's specifically, sitting in this room right now, yeah, it's, because it's, they offer gluten-free crust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but the second thing is, this is this is still one of my moral failings because um, about a year ago when we moved up here, my my now wife 
Jenna and I were having a conversation on the phone. We were talking about the day that we were going to move in. And I said, oh, yeah, we'll get, you know, get all the guys together. I'll order them some pizzas. I'll get some Domino's or something. She's like, no, you're moving to New Jersey. You have to eat like a normal new... You don't eat any Domino's anymore. So what did I do? We all moved in together. Stack of Domino's pizzas. And it's, and that's, like, you it's, can't stop me. That's, that's a, it's a regional thing. Just can't like, stop, won't stop. like, you can't go to Subway when living in New Jersey, Philadelphia area. Yeah. You need to go to, like, Wawa or a deli. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Jersey Mike's for dinner tonight. Please sponsor us. But, <laughs> yeah. but those are subs. They're not hoagies. They're different. Mm-hmm. Um, look, I, I, I'll make the argument if you want me to is how they're different. It's, it's all entirely oh, predicated on your oh. dietary preferences. Like, the, yeah. the gluten-free is available there. Yeah, and yeah. A lot of great local pizza places that are around here that I, I've tried a couple of them, and they're, they're really good. They don't offer stuff that you yeah. can get for everybody. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all that's all It's I'm the one that's that has to be the difficult one. And that's yeah. I, I try to like let everybody know. At least if you're gonna order pizza, just go to Wegmans, buy me a pizza, and then mm. order wherever the hell you want to order. No, 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 I, yeah. I have zero problem with doing it. That's just the justification <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for me ordering Domino's pizza. <laughs> so yeah. uh, but all right. after after shitting on Matt, let's go for another. Alright, do Sean next. <laughs> the cheese question, ladies and gentlemen. The beautiful thing is Matt has stopped ordering cheese from Domino's and Pizza Hut. Now. I have. I've graduated. Well, also there's a there's a place People's Pizza right around the corner that does gluten free crust now, um, and they do quite solid pizza. So I'm like I'm, I've moved on. I've moved yeah, on. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 all right. It's big development. It's, it's yeah, right. I, I did love the, in that question the thing you took the most umbrage at was the fact that he would deign. To accuse you of ordering from Papa John. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> that asshole. Like, I, it's, it's been at least six years since I've had Papa John's pizza or something like that. Yeah. Um, like, but, I, but that also, and I, 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 there's a little bit of a stretch on this one, but I also think this is one of the genuinely good things about this show, is it started from a place where, again, it's just bagging on me for, for the cheese thing, um, as well as some other, like, eating eccentricities. Um, but it got into a genuine discussion. We all ended up talking about like some weird thing that we had about mm-hmm. food. It was it was it got into a genuine. We we take the questions about government as seriously as we take the questions about like eating eggs. Like it's <laughs> and that's that's what I genuinely love about this show. Yeah, that's the that is the I think the quick pitch is that we the the range of questions we get is so is is, is we get such diverse questions but we we treat them all with the exact same gravity yeah. that's not true we <laughs> that's not true i was going i was thinking about it and like when we get a serious question we will you know, pump the brakes no, and but being assholes for that minute. For a minute. Like, we'll throw in jokes because, I mean, let's yeah. be like, we're here to have a good time in yeah. general as, as well as talk about our feelings and talk mm-hmm. about the issues of the day. Um, but the fact that we can pivot, it's really that the, the pivoting from, like, talking about a series. Like, we've talked about gun control on this show. Yeah. We've talked about, like, redlining and, and net neutrality and, and, uh, and, like, you know, charter schools and busing and stuff like that. Yeah. And then the very next question will be, like, you know, how many whisks have you owned? Yeah. What, you what own? counts as a sand? Sandwich. Yeah, what counts as a sandwich? We we talked about we talked about what counts as a sandwich for like twenty five minutes, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a very serious topic. It is. It is. It's it's very important. It's it's something that's the, the streets are talking. The streets are talking about this kind of thing. <laughs> streets are talking about sandwiches and brosés on top. Speaking of what people are talking about, there a lot of people are talking about the segments that we've had on this show, uh, some of the games and some of the recurring things that we've done on this show as a means of, of generating content besides just from the questions. And so there've been a couple that have really stuck uh, throughout the last 12 months. And uh, we're, we're going to see which one you thought was the best. So without any further ado, segment of the year. 
The nominees for Game or Recurring Segment of the Year are The Antiques Roadshow Guessing Game. It looks like two... Not emotes. Uh, it like, looks like, like a push-me-pull-you. Yeah, like a push-me-pull-you with two heads, a uh, very furry, almost like a mix of like a like a, like a llama. It looks like yeah, two llamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 a push-me-pull-you okay. from Dr. Doolittle. Oh. That's what, you, you don't remember? None of you? It was a llama with two heads, and they called it a push-me-pull-you, and it had one body. Two heads, one body. It didn't really have a butt. It was like cat dog, but it was two llamas. All right, Sean, you're making no. shit up. All right, guys. Well, is this Dr. Doolittle? No, not, not the Eddie Murphy one. Is that the, is that the one with Robin Williams That's... in the green blob? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Yes. Doolittle with Eddie Murphy is the only Dr. Doolittle okay. I know. Okay, okay. That's why it was I'm the looking. original Dr. Doolittle. So anyway, so it looks like this alleged push-me-pull-you. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, for for those of you who don't remember this scene, it does look like two llamas. Uh, it looks like cat white. dog, but two llamas. Yeah, fair. Uh, that, that's a good way of putting it. I, I, that's a reference I get. Um, and there is there is a woman, the the woman who brought it in to be appraised, looking at a man in a in a suit and tie, trying to look like a goddamn professional while appraising. Is he wearing a top hat. Two llamas. Uh, two two at once llamas. Two at once llamas uh, conjoined at the at the rear, I guess. So. so you're listening and you haven't Googled a... <laughs> yeah. Tim found a yeah. picture of the push I, If you have not Googled a push me pull you yet, you need to do that now. <laughs> it's from... This is that we found the first picture is from the original Dr. Doolittle, I am assuming. It is... It is not as creepy as this photo, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no. this photo is super creepy. So is, yeah. like it looks stuff. like someone made a push me pull you out of paper mache yeah. and fell asleep yeah. halfway through. Like, ta- <laughs> <laughs> like taxidermy to push me. I think it's part of a couch... You think it's part of a cat? That's actually a pretty Ooh, good guess. Like a, like a like the or, back of a cat. Yeah, yeah, or like a headboard or something. Yeah. Or a headboard. Yeah. And I'm gonna go only six hundred and seventy dollars. I think this stupid thing is probably worth more than six hundred and seventy dollars. <laughs> I'm gonna bet. That this thing, I think you're you're on the right track with it being part of a couch, but I think it's just like a taxidermy, like no, but it can't be. It's not a real animal. If um, they are real, then that taxidermist sucks. I'm going the headboard for like a twin size bed, uh, and it's worth like fifteen hundred. Sean, I think it is a what a sprinkler. I think it's a sprinkler or like a fountain of some kind. Like a butt fountain. Nah. Yes. I don't English. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it is worth. $2,500. Okay, I got this, guys. I think it is an actual replica <laughs> of a Push Me Pull You. Oh, like one of the props from the movie? Yeah, very poorly done. Movie. It's fairly, it's a little older. One dollar, Bob. One dollar. <laughs> okay, dollar. So, so. You don't know how to play the game, right? Sean, you're correct. It's a stife Push Me Pull You llama circa 1967. <laughs> no. What is the Push Me Pull You? Uh, what is the use of this object? <sighs> Rich. This is Push Me Pull You, the two-headed llama from Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> you got this it. This was made by Steve in 1967 for promotional tours of the movie. The most recent appraisal was between five dollars and $8,000. <laughs> oh, my God. Pay or play. For 30 days, you must consume 2,000 calories of marshmallows per day. You cannot eat any other food besides marshmallows, and the only beverage you can drink is water. You will not die from anything directly stemming from your marshmallow-centric diet, but you will suffer any other health impacts your diet causes. Gentlemen, your price is $5,000. You know, I don't, I'm already going to get diabetes from, from natural predisposition. Fucking wow. I'll do it. I'll, I'll eat it. I'll, I'll go for it. Wow. I just can't. For health be damned, the idea of you're on day like 26 
and all you've been doing is pounding marshmallows and just looking at another pack of that craft jet puff and having to cram another 2,000. Boy, I, I couldn't do it. I, I'd pay to get out of this it's one, too. so many. <laughs> <laughs> so I just oh, looked no. up one cup of mini marshmallows, like a cup, which is a lot. Oh, yeah, you don't do mini marshmallows. Okay. You do the big fuckers. Well, I'm, but I'm saying <laughs> one mess. cup of miniature marshmallows is 159 calories. Jesus. Oh, my God. So you would have to down what, like, uh So you're looking 10? at, like, like 15-ish? Like, yeah. Like, if it's 150, like, maybe 15-ish cow, uh, cups? 15 cups of, of mini marshmallows. That's <laughs> so many. Uh, would you pay the 5000 get out of it, though? You have to do it for a month. Oh, one regular marshmallow is 23. So you'd have to, you'd see 200 marshmallows a day. Tim, would you eat 200 <laughs> marshmallows a day or pay the five grand? Yeah, I'd do it. No, I'd do it. Okay. Because <sighs> eventually I would just like stuff my mouth with them mm -hmm. and then run up to somebody and go, <laughs> Jesus. And just spit them all <laughs> but, out. But you still never ate it. You still <laughs> have to eat them. Well, no, I'd go back and I'd eat them, but it would just be really funny playing with my food is ultimately what I would end up doing. 100 marshmallows a day <laughs> for 30 straight days. Or pay five grand. And here's the other thing. Just water. Nothing else. Uh, yeah. Unless I would, I'd, you'd feel so bad all the time. Oh, you're yeah. Just getting that sugar rush every single day. Yeah. I don't think, but I think I'm gonna. I would do it. Okay. Less, you do I it. Don't Save think the five, five grand. Yeah, five grand is a lot. That's fair. Hot takes. So we're gonna introduce this hot takes segment where one of us takes will... <laughs> every time. Hot takes. Hot takes. I'm gonna do it at the conclusion of every take too. <laughs> I will fucking ride or die by Sonic 2019. <laughs> Everyone can go fuck themselves. The kiss cam is bullshit. I, I don't believe people should be spoiling movies, and I hate that it is has become a culture ever since. Spoiler alert, Snape killed Dumbledore. Game of Thrones, season eight. Suck it up, it wasn't that bad, you bunch of whiny bitches. <laughs> Here we go. Alright. You know what? I've got one. It's All not right. that hot of a hot take, but it's kind of a hot take. What okay. People, I I am. Uh, here's my hot take. Hot takes. Hot takes. <laughs> this I, is a great I, bit. I love this. I, <laughs> and know your bro. All right, Vince, are you ready for this? <laughs> no, I'm not. All right. Go. The first question is from uh, listener Jif Choosy, and it says, which one of you is most likely to root against your hometown football team because it would <laughs> benefit your fantasy football team? Uh, Vince, your thoughts? Definitely me. Definitely you? Definitely me. Okay. All right, because you did that earlier this year. And you know what? I yeah. won my fantasy football league this year, so... Great. Awesome. Are we going to get three hours of this? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, let's move on to the next question. Um, this one is called, what are your thoughts on people who bring up the fact that they won a fantasy football championship to defend their inexcusable <laughs> actions? <laughs> Personally, I think that the lowest of the low, but I would love to hear your guest's opinion on this. And uh, this is from Vince's mom, actually. That was a very specific question. <laughs> a lot of great games in there, guys. Wow. Yeah. Excellent, excellent stuff as always so uh, many good segments absolutely absolutely and, and again a lot of them didn't make the cutting room floor and you might have noticed that because they blessed it for one episode and then we didn't we didn't do them again but, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh is that why um uh two truths and a lie didn't make it <laughs> two truths oh boy I forget. well by proxy sean's two dicks is really like the proxy award for, <laughs> for two truths and a lie, lie. 
Um, yeah. Also, I, I'm pretty sure after the first episode, after the first set of episodes, <laughs> Matt forgot what two truths and a lie was, <laughs> yeah. and just gave three lies. Weird, like I, I, I went off on a weird, oh, like how this game works. I went off a weird, like acid-induced fantasy where I was like, I, I believe I was stalking the the lead singer of Lifehouse yes. in, in one of mine. Yes. Um. So that was yeah. the best one. It took forever. Yeah. <laughs> So I really bogarted the show. Uh, the winner, by the way, of uh, the best game or recurring segment of the year is the Antiques Roadshow Guessing of Game. Of course it is. The Roadshow. It's America's game. I love that game. It's a lot of fun. I, I mean, Hot Takes. Hot Takes was really good. But we also, it's fun. Hot Takes also morphed into, the problem is, is that Hot Involved. Takes sort of had a split vote because it eventually became four different segments. Because yeah. now we all have, of course, we have... Uh, Kaz's Corner, The Sweeten Show, Sob Stories, and The House of Handsome. Yeah. Uh, so, you know. I just realized I named my uh, new Echo show the wrong thing. I called it The Hanson Show. It should be The House of Hanson. It House absolutely should be The House of Hanson. All right. I'll get to fix that. All right. Um, before we go on to the next category, um, you know, there's so many awards that we had to give out for this year's uh, Golden Brobes. Uh, that we it, it wouldn't make sense to jam you know every single acceptance and nomination into the main show. So we had some technical broies that were announced uh, earlier today. Uh, so I want to give a couple of, of, of those technical awards out now and just cite them. Uh, earlier today, uh, the excellence in content management and production was given out to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions for the last uh, for the last twelve months. Um, truly somebody who did not ask to be part of this show, <laughs> but, we, but we have we sucked her into our amoeba. We shanghaied her right into it. We absolutely did. So, uh, uh, excellence in content management and production. Um, uh, excellence in art design to Shannon Vogel for designing our famous logo, uh, for the, for the Brose podcast. Uh, and... again, I, I remember distinctly where where I was when we saw that. I think we were having a Christmas party, and Rich showed us all the photo on his uh, the, the painting that that Shannon had done on her phone on his phone. Uh, it would be weird if he had her phone, but uh, <laughs> but uh, showed us the drawing, and my first thought was just this is too nice for us. Like, I still think that every it's, time it's I true. It. It's a hundred percent true. Um, but a, but a huge thanks to her. Um, costumes and prop design to uh, to Jenna Murray Casnell for continually pumping in the Antiques Roadshow guessing game uh, uh, questions. Uh, obviously, getting us the decorations, the costumes that we've rated for that. Um, and sound design uh, went to Steven Siebert for doing our theme music. When uh, Steven Siebert, by the way, for those of you who are asking, uh, has no idea that we're using his music. <laughs> <laughs> but he put it up a free music archive. Boy, does he? Sorry, pal. Should, uh, we, should we reach out to him at some point? And be like, hey. That would be awesome, actually. Thanks for the free music. By the way, here's 52 episodes of us using it. If I had enough foresight, I would have done that. Just at me, bro. Yeah. It was like on my, you know, as I was at my desk at work, I'm like, oh, this sounds pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Just send it to you guys. Uh, so those were the uh, the technical awards. So congratulations to everybody winning a technical bro uh this year. Excellent, excellent work by Congratulations, yeah, We really appreciate all of the work that people not on the show have done. To it's it's let absolutely us, Let remarkable. us be dumb yeah. fucking yeah. assholes. It's really enabling our worst tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> Some Drinking, worst telling dumb jokes. Worst or best. <laughs> uh, well, it depends on, who, it depends on when you get me. Uh, some of them, some of those uh, 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 winners have done more work for the show than some of us, Tim, on wow. the show. Wow. <laughs> All right. All right. Just straight call. He's, he's the executive branch of the show yeah. as president. Yeah. He has uh, the most I'm weight on to be a figurehead, not do actual work. <laughs> well, we actually gave you a, an actual job tonight by going out to the red carpet and talking to everybody about their, their styles. Which, by the way, Tim, how's everything going out there where you are? I, you were lost the last time we talked to you. Um, have, have you and uh, intern John figured out where you are at this point? I mean, I stumbled into a place that has red red 
carpets, but um, I, I think this may just be a furniture showroom. Ooh. Uh, Boy, it's late, and the guy That's just keeps asking open. me if I want to buy a couch. <laughs> How did you get in? <laughs> I just walked through the front door. It was oh, open. Really, really not a sense of security by uh, the owner of that store. Uh, well, I hope you find your way back, and uh, tell John we're not paying him for this time. It's off hours. Uh, uh, yeah, John dropped me off, and he said, uh, go fuck yourselves. Wow. <laughs> Wait, we pay our interns? Uh, I mean, yes, no, well. a living wage. <laughs> I don't get paid, though. That's my thing. Yeah. yeah. Listen, man, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, I, we sorry. just established that there are a lot of people who do more work on the show than we do. Yeah. Uh, our next award, some of us. True, true. Uh, the next award is uh, Football Team of the Year. Uh, and again, a, a very uh, a neck-and-neck race for Football Team of the Year here on the Brose Podcast. Uh, I want to emphasize. I want to emphasize that the winner of this was not any of our fantasy football teams. Because if there's one take I want to impart to everybody, we really don't give a shit about your fantasy football team on this show, Vince. <laughs> Here are the nominees for football team of the year. The nominees for football team of the year are. The Cleveland Browns. Do you understand that it is actually statistically harder for a team to be this consistently bad than it is for them to occasionally accidentally be good? The probability is staggering. The Cleveland Browns. You are wasting valuable space on our majestic shoreline, and what do we get out of it from you? Ten miserable games a year, including two preseason games that I have to pay for, and one shitty Kenny Chesney concert. The Toronto Argonauts and the Cleveland Browns. You are a factory of sadness! I'll see you Sunday. <laughs> yes! Shout out to Mike Polk Jr. For, uh, for his very genuine reaction to, this is a while ago, but really that video can be played at any time within the last like 15 years of Cleveland Browns football. <laughs> uh, I like to play a different sport than you! I also, that was the best part. I was like, yeah, because that Packers-Chargers game is like they're playing a different sport than you. <laughs> Uh, obviously, uh, in spite of the fact that this was a surprisingly close vote, uh, it actually came down to a, a mathematical tie if we looked at it from just the Twitter votes. So, uh, by, by, con by, by the, the professional opinion of the Brose podcast is that the Cleveland Browns are the official football team of the show, and therefore the football team of 2019 is the Cleveland Browns. So, congratulations to the Cleveland Browns for finally taking home a trophy. Yeah, they better watch their backs for the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, oh my God. They're, Coming they're, in 2020. Are, Everybody's asked to be traded from the Dolphins now. It's phenomenal. Are they, they easily on our purpose? Base. The Dolphins? Yeah, yes, absolutely. Okay. It's the process. Yeah, it's oh, the process man. except football. The f football doesn't have a process. Like The process is like, you send your... I guess the Dolphins' process is you send terrible players out there to get risk their fucking lives so you can go 0-16 and draft a quarterback who's going to replace you. Um, that's, the, that's the part of the process that doesn't make sense for me from a football standpoint. It's like... Yeah. You're risk. It's, it's different from basketball. Like you're not risking brain injury every week to so the team can get a player who's gonna take your job. But you know, Miami yeah. Dolphins soon to be the 2019 uh, team of of, of Brose. <laughs> um, unless the Browns. Oh, Here's God. the thing, though. So as of this recording, the Browns are 0 and 1 and shit the bed last week. They're they're playing as we speak right now. I have no idea what the score is. But if the Browns go into this season where they've had so many so such high expectations and just tank and miss the playoffs. Easily could be the, the Brose uh, football team in 2019 and 2020 as well. So, um, so yeah, so those that's the last category that we had. All right, gentlemen, so as a, a quick refresher, we, we've gone through each of the nominees already at, at different points throughout the show. Um, but just uh, before we announce the winner, uh, a reminder of the nominees for question of the year. Once again, 
The nominees for Question of the Year are The Governor Superpower Gorilla Mail Question The Muppet Back Tattoo Question The Correct Number of Whisks Question And Alex Makes Fun of Meth Over Melted Cheese Again, a stacked field. Um, are you guys ready? Oh, wonderful, wonderful! Really, so they, they they were all such good questions. Yeah. I, I when I was reading when I read the nominees, <laughs> I remember thinking I had such a, uh, a there's, I had such a visceral reaction to one of them. But mm. listening back to all of them, they're all so good. Yeah, yeah. They, they all they all inspired a great conversation and. You know, in, in most cases, well, us just, like, falling over ourselves well, laughing. Yeah. Well, did the Muppet question really inspire a great conversation? They all hold <laughs> yes. yes, it did. Depends, <laughs> depends on which one of our mothers you ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, without any further ado, gentlemen, the winner of the first annual Golden Brobes Question of the Year... It's the Governor's Superpower Question, ladies and gentlemen. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely phenomenal victory from our anonymous submission uh, for the Governor's Superpower question. So congratulations. You're taking home the key award. There have been no miscounts. Uh, you know, PricewaterhouseCooper has checked all the results. Congratulations to the Governor's Superpower question. Question of the year on the first annual Golden Burbs Awards. I, I think, I think what was it? Runner-up was Muppet Back Tattoo. Muppet Back Tattoo was a yeah, very close and, second. And I, I feel like, yeah, that is a great question. Mm-hmm. But what makes that question live in infamy is the responses. Absolutely. The the governor superpower is just... It has of, everything. Yeah, it's a fantastic question. Yeah. It's it, it gets a great response and just the thought process into it. Like, I, I wouldn't... I would never in a million years have thought to put that... To any yeah. of that together. Mm-mm. Like, where it's just like, oh, what's your favorite superpower? No, no, no. On top of that... <laughs> what's your yeah. favorite combination of superpowers? On top of that... Yeah. You've got to pick a state, and on top of that, you lose the powers if somebody beats you. And on it's top of that, it's a very goofy yet cerebral question. It is, yeah. And it, on top of that, I don't want to be known for asking this question. No, absolutely, and, <laughs> and absolutely. So, which which is best that the the, the identity of the submitter be kept secret. Um, someone so missed out. Someone a huge opportunity wasted. Uh, but but congratulations to the governor's superpower question. You know, it's question of the year, um, gentlemen. That's the end of the 2019 uh, Golden Brobes Awards. Uh, I, I want to turn it over to, to you then for, for final thoughts, uh, anything we missed, or just your general your general feelings at the end of 52, 53 weeks of, of Brose podcasting. It's It's been a wild, definitely wild ride. And honestly, I don't know if it's just from writing the uh, Tim and Martha wedding and trails of emotions. It's been kind of emotional too, like... I, I feel myself like, oh my god, we have done this for a year, and people say it's good. Yeah, remarkably. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Yeah. Tim, what about you? A- any closing thoughts? Uh, this has been... Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to say roller coaster because a roller coaster implies that there's downs, and this has been nothing but fucking awesome. <laughs> it's uh, like a high-speed love... monorail. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a monorail just constantly going up it's, it's, uh, it's barney's it, it's, party mix it's all yeah. rise uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the last half of uh 
uh, what's, uh, free bird. <laughs> uh, only. It's definitely only. not dubstep. There's no drop. <laughs> but it, it's been amazing. So much follow through, as we've mentioned a couple times over the last several sessions. This is the most creative follow through any of us have really had. Mm-hmm. Uh, love keeping in touch with my bros. It's been great to see the reaction of people who. I never would have expected to listen to this. Former coworkers that I see once a year being like, oh, dude, I love your podcast. I'm like, mm-hmm. the fuck? <laughs> and former faculty from high school coming out and be like, oh, is this the person you were talking about? I'm like, holy shit, you listen? Yeah. <laughs> and wild. genuinely being excited that this is not a garbage show, even though we're just a bunch of guys drinking wine and shooting shit. Mm-hmm. So I, lo- I love it. This is phenomenal. Sean, you were really the the driving force the impetus behind this uh with the pun that you came up with (laughs) that that one time somehow turned into over 52 hours of content (laughs) uh what are your your closing thoughts as we wrap up the first year of brosette i am uh i this the podcast ended up being exactly what i think it I, i i intended in that it's something it's it's a chance for all of us to talk because like we don't like if this podcast didn't exist i would see you all i'd see richie once a week but everyone else i would see i would see like uh i, I would see at parties and stuff and we wouldn't we wouldn't have this reason to get together and it is uh i, I it and we get to talk about like real shit and also the dumbest stuff that we can come up with and i it, it is it is truly like it is an oasis and i really appreciate uh, I really appreciate getting to do it every, you know, few weeks. And I also really would like to shout out all of our significant others for the amount Absolutely. of of uh, encouragement and uh, the help that they've given us in in setting this up and letting us do this and you know helping it because uh, Mary compiling all the questions without that this wouldn't exist. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. To, to Mary, to Martha, to Jenna, like just to the, the, the contributions. And really the biggest contribution, at least for the three of uh, of us, uh, Sean, Tim, and I, um, the fact that our, our fiancés, now wives, um, are now are just sort of like, yeah, you know what? It's fine that my husband goes and drinks for three hours on a Monday <laughs> <laughs> and puts it to tape. Uh, like the fact that it's just like that gets the seal of approval. And not only that, but that they've, that they've um, made it better. And mm-hmm. contributed yeah. to it in such a way as is really heartwarming. Um, Can't I, wait to have a significant other to bring it all down, dude. dude, dude, dude. <laughs> womp, womp. No, 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 no. I'm gonna dude. have the Yoko. <laughs> Rich, Rich's significant other is his beard. There's no other true Don't love you in his life. Dare. There's no truer love in Rich's life than the beard and maybe the beard oil that he puts oh, on. Oh, definitely, it. it's beard balm. Mostly. Dude, it's a beautiful look, man. Thank you. Let me tell or you. Or the switch. Uh the switch. The switch is a good one. I too. love the switch. It's um, beautiful. I think my 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 final thoughts of this are like. <sighs> it's it's really a, sort of a combination of all three of ours. The fact that we've had this kind of follow through and the fact that it has been such a blast and it has touched so many different emotions, whether it's joy, whether it's melancholy, whether it's, it's serious thought, it's a really great thought experiment because you're just getting, because we don't know any of these questions beforehand. The fact that we're just getting hurled every such topic and it's just like, it's an exercise in you have to be sort of a jack of all trades. I'm not trying to make this out to be like we're like fucking brilliance here, but it is it's really it keeps you on your toes. And the fact that I've been able to do it with the three of you, like like good friends who I've learned a ton about over the last 12 months, possibly more than I than I have over the prior years. It's it's been an absolute blast. And 
I think that the <laughs> the one story I keep thinking back on is um, when I when I was starting to I'm, I edited the the Under Pressure podcast uh, for for one of my old professors from graduate school, and I remember when she was writing to me saying like she was applying for a grant. My my professor, Dr. Weatherston, said. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm putting down some of your 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 prior work for for the application. Um, what's your official title on Brose? <laughs> and this is like, oh no, you haven't been listening to it, right? Because I want to still have this, but like, but like, it's it's such. We, we, I'm I'm so genuinely proud of the product we put out. Like, it's not just a goofy thing that like it is a goofy thing that we do, but we put out a fucking good show, guys. Like, yeah. it's a it's it's a great show. It's entertaining. And we, we've, I, I, I'm really proud of the work that we've done. I'm, I'm really pumped to keep doing it with you yeah. guys. I, I, I think in spite of how, you know, I, we do put a lot of work into this, even though it might seem like we're just, you know, four dudes mm-hmm. just, you know, just yeah. shooting the shit for mm-hmm. three hours. Like there is, it, it's an amount of work that I'm more than happy to put in. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, lo- I I honestly, it's one of, I love doing it. Yeah. So, Rich, just as a reminder for the folks at home, if anybody wanted to find you on Twitter, where could they find you? At B underscore Walnuts. How about you, Tim? At Tim R. Hansen. Mr. O'Brien. At Hey, it's SOB. You can follow me on Twitter. It's M- at MKASNEL. That's M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. The podcast, as always, is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, and anywhere else where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question for the show, like I said, a nominee for the 2020 Bros- uh, <laughs> Golden Brobes Awards, uh, it's never too early to, to get uh, to get in on, uh, on Broey season. Uh, you can send it to us. Uh, using the email address brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Again, huge thanks to Mary O'Brien for compiling all the questions for the last 52 friggin' weeks of this show. Uh, <laughs> Shannon Vogel for designing our famous logo, uh, and you can find her works at on, on Etsy. Uh, I think you just look up Shannon Vogel and find I her work. I think so. She... she... Shannon Fogel Photography and Art on Facebook, and yes. it's connected to her Etsy. And- Absolutely. We might need an edit for my lack of hair now. Oh yeah, we got we got plugged in. Oh. Yeah, that's right. Tim, Tim went uh, went full cue ball on this, and uh, so obviously we need a new logo. So Shannon, if you're looking to get on that rich Chiquita banana money, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're more than happy to take another one. But we we love the logo logo that she designed, uh, and of course our theme music is "Win" by Steven Siebert, who doesn't know that we use it, uh, <laughs> but it's on Free Music Archive if you want to listen. Uh, Rich, you, uh, for some reason have another podcast, uh, other than Brose, <laughs> which I don't know why I have another podcast other than Brose. Uh, it's PodQuests. We talk about nerd stuff each week. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Absolutely. Uh, I host the Keystone Coast to Coast Sports Podcast, which comes out every week or two. Um, and I'm still, uh, my, my final work for Under Pressure, The Hidden Story of Pregnancy and Preeclampsia comes out at the beginning of every month, um, for at least the next couple of months. Uh, Gentlemen, that's the end of the 2019 Golden Brobes Awards. We did it. We fucking did it. Yay. So, say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Goodbye to the listeners, everyone. (laughs) Bye. Au revoir. For Rich Sweeten, Tim Hansen, Sean O'Brien, all of the the friends of the Brose podcast, and the entire Action Moose team. Moose. My name is Matt Casnell, reminding you to be smart about being stupid. Uh-huh. That's all, folks. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>